0: Hello, and welcome to Cavern Cast. What is up? What's good? I'll tell you what's good. Toby Carvery breakfast. I had one today. I have not had Toby Carvery in so long, but today was my best friend's birthday, and we all went out for Toby Carvery breakfast. If you're not aware of Toby Carvery, Toby Carvery is a what's what's the um there's an actual term for it uh this is not an ad for Toby Carvery by the way I just really like him it's like an all you can eat this is already gonna paint me as really stupid but it's, it's a carvery that's the word I was thinking of Toby Carvery is a carvery and at most of these carveries it's kind of all you can eat and you go there very British, you go there, you have a roast dinner, different selections of meats and vegetarian options, and then all the trimmings, Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, mashed potatoes, peas, oh, the gravy, Mm, the stuff of legend, I don't know what the equivalent in other countries is, but I hope you have, I hope you have something like that. Um, But yeah, they have a breakfast option as well, where for like, it's crazy, it's like five or six quid, and you go up, and you got sausages, you got bacon, you got eggs, you got mushrooms, you got this weird cheesy potato thing, I don't even know what's going on, but it's good, you got tomatoes, you got your... uh, I mean, they even do Yorkshire puddings and gravy for breakfast. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's nice to have the option, you know. It's considerate. You don't, you don't have to have it, but it's there, and that's nice. Honestly, has been the highlight of my week, to be honest. I'm very grateful that that existed. I mean, for the food, yes, but also for quality time with people that are very close to me. There are many of them, so when we can come together... It's really, it's really nice and I am very grateful for that time. And I'm very grateful for my time with you guys as well. I hope you're well. hope your week has been okay, at least. And if not, I hope there has been at least a couple of things to punctuate it with some good. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are... Or welcome to the podcast for the first time. If you have not listened to Cavancast before, hello. What I do here is I use a random word generator to generate five random words, one, two, three, four, five, and then I talk about them. While you chill, relax, nap, eat very good food, breakfast or dinner, maybe a sausage sandwich, maybe a mushroom omelette maybe a roast dinner, who knows, maybe you're eating it in the bath, that's one of my favourite things to do, eat food in the bath, chicken dippers in the bath, hell yeah, um, and on that note, without further ado, I'm going to crack on with the words, I hope you enjoy, I hope you can relax and chill while I talk about slime. Slime, slime, what a word to start with eh, what a word to start with eh, Canadian day today, I, I was never a slime kid, I kinda was, I don't know what slime kid means, a kid that likes slime, that's like, what did that inflection remind me of, what is, what, what is slime, what is a, what is a slime kid, a kid that likes slime? What? oh that's it what are essential oils oils that you need Matty Healy there's no one quite like him I I kind of I was into slime it wasn't really a big thing when I was a kid it was more play-doh that was the um, that was the talk of the town and like well I guess I guess slime is what is slime actually what? Because something can be slimy But is slime a definable thing? Like can you make slime? I know you can make slime But what is it technically? Because well, you, you can make it But also things produce it Because I just started thinking about that You know the slug janitor from Monsters Inc Who spends ages cleaning up his own slime Just to then leave a whole nother trail behind <laughs> I relate to that Honestly, clean up your own mess and then just leave another one. But yeah, like like snug, slug or snail slime. Would that be what slime is defined by? But that's not what the the entertainment product is, is it? Just this toy factory harvesting slug slime, squeezing it out. I'm not going to make this podcast take a dark turn. Yet It's too early It's too early guys Nearly Christmas, come on Oh, happy uh, belated Thanksgiving By the way, to all my American View listeners There we go Uh, I'm very thankful for you I hope it was good And I hope you had the time to reflect On things you are grateful for and thankful for But yes, I am I am very grateful and thankful For you guys Like 50% 50% of you guys listening Are American, which is crazy Howdy y'all I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't mean that Hello Um Let's get back to What we're talking about What are we doing here What you got for me, Cambridge Dictionary Define slime Also I love that I love that Cambridge has to have a dictionary too. Like anything Oxford has Cambridge has to have and vice versa. What a crazy rivalry that is. Where does that go back to? That's what I want to know. Was it the university thing? I, I'm saying this because you know Cambridge has a dictionary but you know most people refer to the Oxford English Dictionary. But yeah, I reckon the rivalry was the university thing. I feel like that would be it because they're both so old. Like there was a point where. Um, Oxford and Cambridge, Cambridge, Oxford and Cambridge were the only two universities in England. I think. <laughs> The University of Oxford and the University of Cambridge, sometimes collectively known as Oxbridge, are the two oldest universities in England. Both were founded more than 800 years ago, and between them they have produced a large number of Britain's most prominent scientists, writers, and politicians, as well as noted figures, in many other fields. Yet for many of these centuries, the two universities were unrecognizable as universities in the modern sense, as they were largely institutions for producing clergymen and were thus strongly tied to the church. Competition between Oxford and Cambridge also has a long history, dating back to around 1208 when Cambridge was founded by scholars taking refuge from hostile townsmen in Oxford. Oh, okay. So technically... Okay, the plot thickens. They are born of the same blood. Wow. This is some season two shit. That's like the fact you find out at the end of season one. I wonder if Oxford University looked in the mirror when the rivalry began, like... Oh my god. No, it wouldn't be American, it's Oxford, come on. Oh my god. What have I created? What monster have I birthed? It was never meant to be like this. I know what I must do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And then they just race boats along a river. That's the rivalry. They just race boats now. Also now I'm thinking about what Star Wars would be like if Kylo Ren was well posh. (laughs) Daddy. Daddy, I want a red lightsaber. Daddy. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, slime, a sticky liquid substance that is unpleasant to touch, Mm -mm -mm. such as the liquid produced by fish and snails, or the greenish-brown substance found near water. The uh, examples it gives are, there was a revolting green slime in between the bathroom tiles, and you could see trails of slime where the slugs had crossed the path. Okay, so are we saying it, it's not just one thing, but it's more a texture thing? More a consistency kind of thing, rather than a specific thing with specific ingredients? Is that what we're saying? Let's just say it can be all of the above, shall we? And you know what? I always, always wanted to be slimed on one of those kids game shows. Like over here we had 50-50 and Get Your Own Back. I mean, they did a load of stuff on Nickelodeon like that, didn't they? I feel like I've already said that I wanted to be slimed when I was a kid, but... I still do. It's still very forefront in my heart maybe one day it'll happen but I, got, I never got chosen for those kids shows because I always looked five years older than I actually was by the time I was old enough to go on the shows I already looked too old for the shows only now am I starting to level out I did actually get ID'd multiple times last week so maybe I'm Benjamin Buttoning Also, I heard that Dwayne Johnson went to four different high schools when he was younger, and uh, people at every single one of them thought he was an undercover cop. Because if you Google a picture of The Rock in school, that's The Rock in school, not The School of Rock. Because then you'll get the dude who was actually undercover in school. Well, no, technically it was identity theft, wasn't it? It wasn't undercover at all. It was definitely identity theft, which is not a joke, Jim, if you're listening. But yeah, if you Google The Rock in school, you'll find a picture where he looks older than he actually is now. I swear to God, it's the funniest thing. But yeah, I, I, I think a goal of mine is to get slimed at some point. I did, I did do a charity event once where they had a massive vat of slime for that purpose, but it stank. I don't know what like the the high budget slime smells like, but this stuff hummed, hummed of a certain bodily fluid that rhymes with the present tense version of the word that I just used to describe how it smelled the strength of the smell itself. Speaking of describing words, slime, slimy is a very good word to describe someone. That's crazy, isn't it? That like, if I call someone slimy, if I say, oh, so-and-so is slimy. Also, there's a very big difference between so-and-so, who jimma flip, what's his name, fly by night, like, That's a whole other thing. Might do a whole episode on that. What if it was, you know, like, oh, what's his face? What if it was like, ah, you know, what's her feet? What's her feet? That probably is used in certain circles, to be honest. Right, toes was last episode. Let's not do that. But yeah, if I was to call someone slimy, you'd know exactly what sort of person they are. But slime is not a human characteristic. But the word can be used to perfectly describe someone else. Just like, you know, you could call someone fiery or icy. Like, there must be a word for that, right? Like, not onomatopoeic, but something like that. On a, on a, on a On a Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds like it being be in the Cambridge dictionary. Okay, on to word number two now, and we have husky. Husky. I love huskies, man. I love huskies. I'll be honest, I prefer malamutes. They are my preference. They've just got a little bit more fluff. You know what I'm saying? They're like 30% more cloud. And when you're a dog, that's, that's an important percentage. My friend now has a poodle crossed with a Bernese mountain dog which is a hell of a thought and a hell of a dog that should be the definition of cloud I'm going to go talk to the Cambridge Dictionary people <laughs> I don't need to tell the Oxford people because they for sure have people working on the inside knowing all, like the, all the what's what it wouldn't be hard to blend in either would it Just have money, and talk posh, and be smart. The last one isn't even that important, if you have the first two in abundance. Ooh, controversial. Anyway. Uh, Huskies. Different to Malamutes, but from very similar terrains. Places that are cold as shit. But Malamutes are typically called Alaskan Malamutes, if you want to get technical, because I assume that is where they are from. But are there other Malamutes? No, there's not. It's just Alaskan Malamutes, right? Yeah. Okay, so we have Siberian Huskies and Alaskan Malamutes. Both built for the cold. Both built for pulling stuff from A to B. But the Siberian Husky was bred to pull light loads over long distances. And the Alaskan Malamute was bred to pull heavy loads over short distances. So the Siberian's like a runner. So the, so the Husky's like a, like a quick little runner. And the Malamute is like... Power lifter. Malamute's be swole AF, my guy. And that that is true actually. Malamutes are dench. There is a Malamute I know quite well. And some of you may even associate me with one. Um my profile picture on TikTok since I started has been of a Malamute, an Alaskan Malamute called Eska. Which I which so many times people have said, "Oh my god, can I Can you show us the husky that's on in your profile picture? No, bitch. Because she's a Malamute. How dare you? If you've ever said that to me, I apologize for calling you a bitch. I didn't mean it. Imagine getting that salty over something someone said on the internet. Um... Yes, and, and some of you may think she's mine. But I am very sorry to burst that bubble... She does, in fact, belong to one of my best friends. However, I have known her since she was a puppy. And I th- I think she thinks we're boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> because any time... First off, like, she doesn't really like guys. She always growls at guys. But not me. It's probably because I'm a little bit fruity. So... <laughs> I'm very in touch with my feminine side, so um, <laughs> that probably offsets it a little bit. Um. But yeah, any any time, any time I, but yeah, also any time I give my friend a hug, she gets real jealous. And if you've ever seen any kind of dog compilation, like funny, like dogs being quirky little guys Um, chances are you have seen how vocal Malamutes and Huskies are because there's always one in the compilation if you haven't if you haven't heard that sound think of like think of like the polar opposite of this podcast and you've got it instead of instead of deep and quiet those moanfuckers are loud and high-pitched as fuck. Oh my god. And it is one of the most entertaining sounds I have ever heard in my life. Do yourself a favour and YouTube that if you haven't already. She's She's kind of tired of my shit now because she's getting a little older. But I used to have the best time play fighting with her and making noises that would just like make her tilt her head to the side and Make noises back, and it would just we'd, we'd have this back and forth thing. We'd we you know we'd do bits, and she'd do that. She'd do that thing where you know that thing that some dogs do where they 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 don't bite but they just sort of like they they just sort of there's that like, like your your arm or your hand like I don't know there's probably a word for it. I wouldn't even know what to Google to get that word, but. If you know what it is, please feel free to message me. Nom? I guess just Nom? Maybe Nom. I don't know. They're crazy though. I, d- I don't know what it is about those those cold dogs, man. Like Malamutes and Huskies and what else? Samoids. Like they are, they are some of the most beautiful dogs in the world. And at the same time, the biggest... Assholes and drama queens. Oh, so basically like humans then. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Dogs are just copying influencer culture. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, controversial. That's not controversial. I think that's pretty on point. Let's move on before I dig a real deep hole, shall we? Spiky. Spiky hello spikey Here you going my um my unrelenting obsession with japanese based cartoons is like you know like pokemon digimon dragon Ball Z, that 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 kind of uh genre uh very quickly spawned another obsession and that was having my hair as spiky as possible. The, the word spiky is spelt... I'm look like, I looked at the word, spiky, and it's spelled S-P-I-K-Y, but I, I really feel like it should be spelt with an E. S-P-I-K-E-Y. Otherwise, it, it, looking at it, it feels like it should be pronounced... ...spiky. Don't know why. Yet another thing I'm gonna to have to take to Cambridge. This is it. I'm gonna I am going to I am going to provide an onslaught to Cambridge the likes this world has never seen. They don't need the rivalry with Oxford anymore. They're gonna have me. At this rate I'm I'm gonna burst open the doors like Aragorn into two towers looking all, you know, wet and bedraggled and fit. I just shout at, just shout at the top of my lungs, where are the dictionary people? Bring them to me or else. No violence or anything though, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be like proper violent about it, like, the pen is mightier than the sword, you know. So yeah, I had spiky hair when I was younger, a lot, and uh, I didn't, I didn't know about hair straighteners till I was a little older, like 13. Um, And when I discovered them, that was like, it was life-changing to me, man, because my hair was so curly and like thick with two Cs, but all I, all I wanted, all I wanted was hair like friggin... Like Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. That's it. That's all I wanted. One of the kids from Beyblade. So I, I ended up using like a quarter of a pot of gel every day. I, the pot was like... How big was a pot? Like probably held as much as like a normal mug. And it was really, really cheap stuff as well. So like... I don't know how I still have hair, bro, honestly, like goddamn. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad I did that though. I'm glad I went through the stage of wearing baggy pants and spiking up my hair. Um wearing teardrop eyeliner when I was like ten. It's really no question as to why am the way I am now shout out to my family for being supportive of that shout out to my nan for taking me to cricket games with eyeliner teardrops you were a real one nana Um, so we used to save a lot of hedgehog um, what else? spiky spiky so we used to save, save a lot of hedgehogs when I was younger as well you don't see them as much around anymore have I spoken about this before? Maybe. I'm worried. I'm worried about hedgehogs, okay? King of the road. How did that whole song go? Oh my god. All right. If you, if you were like, if you grew up in like the 2000s, you'll know what I'm talking about. Wait, let me play it. Dude, where is my phone, bro? basically it was a um it was a road safety advert in the u k in like it's like the late nineties or 2000s, something like that but um it was an absolute banger it was two hedgehogs and they sang this oh what a banger uh uh-uh, uh, yeah Yeah yeah. Stop and think, be king of the road. Oh what a banger. King of the road. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that was on loop. It wasn't on loop because loop didn't exist back then. <laughs> but god damn dude. King of the road. Hell yeah. Why aren't those spiky boys around now? Where are they? And girls. Spiky spiky girls. And boys. Gender non-specific spikos. Why aren't they? Google, tell me. So one reason apparently is tidy gardens. They don't like tidy gardens. (laughs) Maybe that's why we saw so many. Because there was so much crap in our garden all the time that they could hide under, see, messy is good sometimes, messy provides a home, I was always like that, I was always, if I ever went around a friend's house, I was always more comfortable, if the house was cluttered, not like messy and unhygienic, like, like poo on the floor or whatever, but like, yeah, if there's like clutter, like clutter, clutter, I would always feel more comfortable, because the house feels lived in, I felt like I could like, you know, if I accidentally spilled something, like, oh, it's okay. Instead of like, your mother will have to pay £3,000 for this rug that you have ruined with your... R- ribena? I don't know why I stuttered on Ribena, but... <laughs> maybe it's because I was going to I think my brain went, red wine? And I went, no, I was five. So <laughs> uh, anyway, messy is good. I'm surprised I haven't got hedgehogs hiding under me, considering how much of a mess my life is. No, do you know what? No, 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 That's unfair to me. I am trying. I am trying. Okay? Day by day. Level by level. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was smooth. I watched the second film of that recently, actually. Pretty good. Had a pretty good time. Loved that Tails and Knuckles were in it loads as well anything that like stims that little childhood part of my brain and brings nostalgia to me rather than me going looking for it I like that because I I think it's going to get slightly deep like if you go if you're going looking for nostalgia if you're seeking it out you gotta I think have a little check with yourself about why you're heading there I could be wrong, but just just from personal experience, seeking out those things that made you happy in the past because you're not content now, that can be a dangerous game. I think if you if if you can bring those if you can bring those things into the present because you love them and they are, you know, they They very much resonate with you now Like the authentic version of you Rather than you wanting to Follow them into the past I think that's the distinction to make I think that's where it's It's good and it's healthy Just a little Musing for you Sonic the Hedgehog Was actually the first game I ever played I think Or like a weird handheld version of it Like Like, it wasn't a Game Boy, but it kind of looked like a Game Boy. What the hell was that, actually? I think it was, like, maybe a Game Gear? Maybe? Game Gear was, like, Sega, and Game Boy was Nintendo. There's that Oxford and Cambridge thing again. Rivalries, but it's the same thing. Up, down, left, right, A, B, start. And then I, I played normal Sonic on the Mega Drive sea urchins freak me out they're spiky the thought of stepping on a sea urchin makes me very uncomfortable more uncomfortable than getting stung by a jellyfish to be honest I think it's because jellyfish jellyfish don't really have a malicious aura some do I haven't seen a lot of jellyfish but you know they're just sort of like bouncy boys floating around but sea urchins definitely have a malicious aura they're just just a big black ball with spikes living at the bottom of the ocean no thanks bro like I know what it's like you know how in a few episodes ago I spoke about how conkers in their shells could actually be aliens, because they don't really look earth-like if you think about it. Also, I was about to say, do you have ch- conkers and chestnuts in America, but then like, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Like that's an American song, isn't it? No. Anyway, uh, I could feel my mind running away with itself. Yeah. Conquers aliens, it's the same thing with urchins, with sea urchins. They're just more evil. Like, they look more alien. Also, they feed through their bottoms. Did you know this? Have you heard about this? If you've watched Johnny English, you you should know. Because that is where I learned that fact. And that fact has stuck with me ever since I first watched that film. Incredible scene. Incredible film. If you haven't watched Johnny English, highly, highly recommend it. And with that, we are moving on from Spiky Boys to Goofy. Another adjective. I'm a Goofy Goober Rock. You're a Goofy Goober Rock. Where are goofy coopers? SpongeBob the movie man Hell yeah Very good adjective One of my favourites actually What's the original? I wanna rock <laughs> I want to rock Yeah So I used to go called Max a lot when I was younger because I looked like Max Goof before my face kind of filled out um, for anyone who doesn't know Max is Goofy's son Max Goof and Goofy Goof talking about the Disney universe now and if you haven't seen a Goofy movie and then an extremely Goofy movie I highly recommend them both Controversial, but I would say probably some of the best songs in any Disney film. And I think I would happily die on that hill as well. Goofy is such a good adjective for, for so many reasons. Like, it's just, it, It's firstly, it's not bad, but it just, it describes everything it needs to so well but not in a negative sense like if something is a bit goofy it's just it's just goofy isn't it I think this is one of those rare times that the English language has a word for something that can't really be described using any other word like he's just a little goofy you know are she goofy as hell I feel like it's a term of affection Like a term of endearment To call someone goofy It would be from me anyway If I ever call you goofy It's a term of endearment It's my love language Maybe it's just me, I don't know The skateboarding stance Doesn't make sense to me though Like if you, if you ride a skateboard with Your left foot in front It's called regular The stance is called regular if you ride with your right foot in front it's called goofy and as a goofy skater I don't like that kind of oppression to be honest I'm going to protest I'm going to write a letter a goofy letter I mean to be honest though I am quite a goofy skater stance and style because I'm tall as fuck, right? So, like, if, if I have... Even if I have the like, the perfect form during a trick, I still look goofy as heck because of my limbs. I'm just too long. Not that I ever cared. Skating made me so happy that I never cared what I looked like. And I think that should be the case with anything like that. If something fills your heart with joy, then... You, you have no need to worry about how you look, only about how it makes you feel. There's another hill I will die on. What's of these hills today. I like it. The whole, going back to the goofy thing, the, the whole goofy being a dog and Pluto being a dog thing weirds me out still. You know, how one of them can talk, but the other one supposedly can't? Yeah, like I, I heard something a while ago about how Pluto can actually speak, but chooses not to. Which I think we can all take a, <laughs> a leaf out of sometimes. Sometimes it's just best to listen. Um, I think... Maybe in a really, really early Disney comic strip, he did talk once and they would just like, no, that's it, no more. You're done. No more speak for you. You just sit and be good boy. I'm sure this isn't the weirdest thing Disney has ever done, to be honest. Looking at you. Oh God, what has Disney done that's weird? Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's not weird, it's just dark. And it's not original Disney, so it's a terrible example, but it is dark as hell. However, easily the best opener for a Disney film ever. With the best soundtrack as well. Yeah. There you go, if you want to know my taste in Disney, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and a Goofy movie. A Goofy movie and a Hunchback of Notre Dame. Some might call that. An oxymoron me I just call it a little oxygoofy but bush and moving on to the last word creator creator is a very interesting one to 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 come up now considering the state of everything in the moment um I was going to throw out a fact I heard, but I needed to know if it was true first. Which was that the most desired job for kids growing up now is YouTuber or content creator. And I found out that while there is some truth to that, that was only one study of a thousand kids. However, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case in a lot more places. And the, the reason I bring it up is because of a few things. When I first started content creation, I was young. I was real young. Um, And this was before there was really any money in YouTube. Or at least money was rare enough that you people didn't start doing it to make money it wasn't a popular thing I just I did it I did it because I needed an expressive outlet from somewhere and I didn't feel comfortable enough doing it in the real world so I did it online Yeah, um, you know it wasn't a popular thing kids got bullied if they made stupid videos on the internet Um, or to put it a different way kids got bullied for being comfortable enough to be themselves online um, if those videos were ever found cut to now and although that is still happening probably more than back then now there's the, the flip side where you can earn a shitload of money from doing that which takes the edge off the hate a little bit I guess I mean, some people even make a career out of the hate. Um... And there's good and bad things... Here. The good is that now... More than ever... It's... It's easier to make a career out of being yourself. Which is a wonderful thing. You don't... Necessarily have to be a performer... To be a content creator. Um the online social world is now big enough that you can kind of find your niche pretty much anywhere which is very cool you don't have to perform, you just have to kind of you can just be you and then if you just inject that into what you do and what you create it'll it'll resonate in the right place and in in that respect I, I, I really do like that it's the most desired job in a lot of places for a lot of people. The flip side of it is that creating art, like actual actual art, is a very delicate thing. And when, when everything the online world has to offer and has to take away is added to the mix, it can have a real hardcore effect on creative energy in a lot of ways. One of which is the common feeling, the oh so familiar common feeling um, that everything one creates has to be perfect. And here's the thing about art. Some of it is so imperfect, flawed and kind of shit objectively but subjectively, it could be a real reflection of someone's pain or someone's happiness or any kind of any, any other kind of emotion they have. And that shit can resonate with someone halfway or the entire way across the world. And that is a beautiful thing. And for that to happen, for things to be allowed to be real they have to be allowed to be shit first cause we've all got a lot of shit we've all got a lot of shit that we need to get out of the way first so what I will say to you is give yourself permission to create shit so then you can create the real shit and this doesn't just go for people who want to be creatives content creators or artists or whatever we're all creative but fear holds so many of us back just do shit and let it be terrible just do it for the fun of it do it with the intention of it being bad because then you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain Just have fun. That is how I will leave you. Shaboom. And I've just realized this episode is going to be titled Slime, Husky, Spiky, Goofy Creator. It's a lot of adjectives for a creator. Okay, I'm, I'm totally lying to you. I definitely did realize that because when the words were generated, I may have switched them around to look like this. And I'm annoyed that slime wasn't slimy. I've got one other random word generator. I was kind of annoyed, but unless there is a creator called Slime Husky and they are indeed a spiky, goofy creator, That'd be like AI, you know how like how AI creates stuff now? This is AI creating influences, isn't it? Yo, my name is Slime Husky. What is up? What's good? How do you do, fellow kids? Wanna hear me spit some bars? Oh Slime. Slime Husky. He'll be on a million subscribers within the week. <laughs> Hope you've had a good time hope you feel a bit more chilled than when we first started um so my life is kind of crazy at the moment if i'm being totally honest and between now and christmas i'm kind of all over the place so what is going to happen over the next two weeks if you if you're listening i mean we're in november now end of november um so if you're listening between now and Christmas 2022 then this counts if you're listening after don't worry um between now and Christmas there's there's only going to be two episodes one of them is going to be the dream episode and then I'm going to do a nice festive episode as well I want to put some time into them and um focus a little bit on other content as well As well as trying to balance out work and everything in my life, Uh, because it's all a bit crazy up around Christmas time. So, I hope you can understand that. And then I am going to uh, do the best that I can, starting in the new year. But yes, I hope you're looking forward to the dream episode. I am very much looking forward to the dream episode. Thank you for listening. You are wonderful. You are loved. And I really do hope you take care of yourself. Please do be kind to yourself. And I will speak to you soon. Bye.